Welcome to Fail Up Africa, the podcast where we talk about all things failure. That's right. This is a podcast and this is a space where we share stories and experiences dealing with and learning from failure. Each episode, we sit down with a new guest, an African trailblazer who unmasks what it really means to fail and what we can do about it. And that's everything from schooling to academics to careers to starting a business and even personal relationships. This is a space where we can get vulnerable, but with a dose of humor. Join us in getting real about failure. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. How are you guys doing? Hope you guys are having a lovely week, a lovely month, wherever it is that you're listening to this from you are tuned in to the fail to fail up africa the podcast it has been such a whirlwind over a year hope you guys enjoyed our previous episode with jerry and shadrach talking about how our communities are shaping our view and perception about failure now i know we got some interactions on our social media people were asking where is elma where is the co-host i thought we had two hosts you know, we like Omina, but we're missing some of the energy from the other side. So for those who are worried and concerned, I am here with good news today. Drum roll. Ta-da-da-da-da-da. Elva is back on the podcast. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> Thank you so, so much, Omina. It is so great to be back at the Fail Up Africa, the podcast. Um, I definitely missed you guys so much, but I'm back. I did lose my voice, which is my greatest weapon, but you held down the fort, Omina, and I can't wait to wrap up the year with you. I was empathizing very heavily with you, Elma, because I know just how much losing my voice usually throws me off because... Hey, these are the tools that we use mm-hmm. on a day-to-day, um, but it's definitely good to have you back. Hope you had the, the nice combination of ginger and lemon tea. You that know always the seems to do it. Uh-huh. You know the basics. We, we, you know, one thing about this podcast, Elma, we've grown to realize that we're raised in the same exact African households, you and I. Literally. We're related, Omina, and we don't even know it. Um, And speaking about being related, I think at this time of year, it's the moment when families get together and everyone reflects on the year that has gone by, looking back at what we did, if we didn't do enough, um, were we too productive, were we, you know, did we procrastinate? So we're going to use a little bit of time just to pause, to assess, to realize what we've done and to make changes before we go into our new year. So what has this year been about for you, Amina, if you could sum that up for me? What has 2022 been like? Yo, it has been a whirlwind. I mean, just looking at the podcast itself, we we started working on this thing in July, August, right? And that was now entering now Q4, the end of Q3, getting into Q4. This, the last quarter of the year has been very moderate. It's It's been a calm down. The climax was the summer, most definitely. But I think this year has been, if I could describe it in one word, it's been a rush, Mm. right? Where there's school going on, right? And everything that is in the academic world that we live in as students. And then there's family life going on and there's your social life going on. And for the both of us, I bet, you know, and for a number of our listeners, there's also your side projects, your careers, you know, some of most most people our age are freelancers there's that going on as well and in the midst of it all I think 
one thing that has really stood out has been the resilience over this entire period through the mm. ups, the downs, the successes, the failures. That has sort of been what what this year has been about. How about you, Elma? Summarize 2022 for us. I, I definitely do believe that we're probably living the same lives, Amina. We don't even know it. 2022 has definitely been a rush. It's been a whirlwind. It's had its great ups. It's had its shaky downs. All in all, it's been a fulfilling year. You know, when you finish the year and you go back and you say, I did everything that I possibly could. And even though some things didn't go how I planned, I'm happy with what I put in. And I'm, you know, I'm okay. I'm okay with how 2022 ended, which is, I can't say the same for 2020 and 2021. This year I got to travel, uh, which I know, Amina, is something that you just do all the time. But for some of us, for some of us, it's exciting. Let the um, listeners know that you're back in Cameroon now. I am back in Cameroon recording from the motherland. Yeah. Come on, come on. How's that um, been? The only African country to beat Brazil in the World Cup. Just had to put that out there. But it's been great. It's been great I being knew, home. I knew you were going to bring up the World Cup. <laughs> Look, it's the only thing. It's, it's I, what I, we have I, I to give. I knew it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So, like I said, <laughs> I've traveled. I've had ups and downs. Um, maybe my, you know, my gymming goals didn't get to where they were supposed to. But my corporate company goals definitely got there. And, you know, with this podcast as well, it's been an exciting journey. And so my question to you then, Omina, would be, what's that one thing that didn't go as you expected it to? That one failure moment for you this year? If it's just one. For me, it was more than one. That's a bit crazy. Uh, before I even get into that, I was going to give you your flowers. I was waiting to do this on the episode. I don't know how much the listeners know about the work that you do outside of the podcast. But I I saw that you were nominated and awarded top 10 outstanding young persons in South Africa That's under right. the Junior Chamber in the International. World. So shout out to you. Thank and you so the, much. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Is there a limit I to didn't expect this. I'm blushing. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. So shout out to you and the amazing work that you're doing. Thank and you. like one thing I really appreciate about this podcast is, is that 360 view that we bring in when it comes to the work that we do, when it comes to the work that we lead every day as, as Africans, as global citizens. And just onto your question of what's, what's that failure that really stood out this year. I'm going to take us back to how we ended the first episode. You know, last time it was just the both of us on the podcast. I remember, you know, we introduced the whole concept of, of what this podcast was about and touched on a couple of, of the professional and career highlights. Of, of like how we define our own successes and failures. I remember we ended the conversation on how when it comes to failure, there's an aspect of it that that is existent in our relationships, our relationships with our families, our relationships with our friends, you know, with the people closest to us. And I think one of the one of the low low points this year that I, I consider I consider it a failure for a number of reasons seeing how some of my relationships sort of fell through over the course of the summer. Like going back home from school and just that summer period. Because I'm always, I always see myself as someone who's, who, who does well managing my interactions with people and, you know, keeping who I need to keep close and, you know, just managing that social sphere of things. But for the first time, the instances where I didn't show up for some people around me. 
whether it's friends, you know, whether it's some friends, whether it's, you know, some family members. It's been a lot of that. Um, the most interesting part has been just I'm learning a lot of new lessons from my failures. The lessons that we learn from from when we when we don't get that award or when, you know, that pitch competition doesn't go as we had thought mm. or, you know, it's it's been a awful week at work. I can't wait for the weekend. When failure starts shifting in different spheres is when you understand that the, all of these lessons that you draw depending on which type of failure that you're encountering in your life. I don't know if you resonate with any of this, Elma, just going into, into what are some of the spheres for you this year that would feature in, in those failures that stand out? No, definitely, Omina. I resonate with every single word. In fact, as you mentioned, pitch competition towards the end. I was just thinking about a recent um, competition that I was in with my company, Elevate Africa. Um, we train public speakers all over the African continent, and we did a brilliant pitch. One of those that gets you a standing ovation, you know, and it was one of those given, oh, you guys are definitely walking away with that cash prize. And you walk away and you feel that confidence and you're sort of, you're not even walking anymore. You're floating only to find out that the person who presents after you presents the most compelling story about how this is their grandmother's dying wish for them to carry on with this company. And even you, it tugs at your heartstrings and you're like, yeah, there's no way. We can't, you can't compete with that. You know what I mean? Um, and so we didn't get that. Come on, yeah. And I remember speaking to my mom about it and she's like, so how do you feel about failing? And I'm like, we didn't fail. We, it just wasn't, you know, it just, it, it, you know, we just have like that. I didn't fail. So Coming to terms with failure and accepting that it's happened has been something that's really hard for me because I'll be like, no, I didn't really fail. It just wasn't made to happen. But that means you failed. And that's okay. And like you were speaking about relationships, I think you and I are overachievers and there's a lot of young people who can relate yeah. to that. Being an overachiever means you sacrifice relationships. It's very sad, but it's the truth. And with you and I, we have side hustles as well. There's the main job, there's school, and then there's a couple of side hustles in Damn. between. And that means sacrificing things like birthday parties, sacrificing, you know, Sunday lunches and things like that. And one of the biggest things that I had put in my, you know, New Year's resolution, which is what everyone does, my 2023 will be like this. My 2022 was supposed to be renewed and built friendships. And I have struggled with that and just spending time with my friends, um, not even spending time, prioritizing times with my friends. Because I'm the type that if we, for example, have lunch tomorrow and a business deal comes up, it sucks. But unfortunately, I pick business and it's something that needs to have a balance. So I have failed in terms of prioritizing my friends. And I know that they're going to listen to this and I love you guys to bits. And everyone else who's listening, go and tell your friends that you also love them. Um, and we're going to try. We'll, we'll try our best to build on those relationships. Um, but another thing that I wanted to mention, Omina, as we speak about relationships, yeah. as we speak about the importance of friendships, how was your mental health for 2022? Because, hmm. Because, ha, it was a lot. That's such a good question, Elma. When you were talking, I was laughing because there's so many parallels when it comes to your perspective on something as simple as just priorities and what comes first, what comes second. And I think there's this there's this lens that I sort of view some of the decisions that I make where 
it's not a conversation of this is a good opportunity, this is a bad one, or this is a good priority and this isn't isn't that good. It's a it's a thing of making decisions from a lens of good and better, better and best. And it's it's nothing, it's nothing rigid. It's you know, there are days when one thing takes priority over the other and there are days when something else would need more of our attention. And the the secret is in how well how well you're able to discern what needs to come first, right? With taking responsibility for the work that you need to do, with taking accountability for some of the things that are in your locus of control. And that's that's definitely something that that I resonate with, that I pick from what you were saying. And the mental health aspect is tied into a lot of that because we give off this energy and pour so much of ourselves into our work every single day, into our school, into... We pour a lot of ourselves into who we need to be every day, where we need to show up and the spaces that we need to show up and the people that we need to show up for. And so I was just just listening to a podcast before we began this recording. It's called Uninterrupted the Shop, right? And the conversation was, is there a limit to your greatness? And so they have a bunch of these very successful people around around this barbershop type of setting. Big names, artists, actors. This specific one had two actors, an artist, and some people in the corporate space in entertainment, though. And the conversation was around when it comes to the life of an actor, the everyday work life of an actor, and when it comes to the everyday work life of a, of a performing artist, you know, on tour or whatever, it comes down to how they manage themselves in all of these different situations that they need to show up for. And so you might walk into a set as an actor and you're not feeling like you're in the best shape. One of the actors said she had to go to work the, the day that her, I think, stepmom passed away or stepdad, like close family member passed away. And you're definitely not doing well mentally. You're, you're going through this very human experience that is, that is lost and that is grief. But you have to show up and do your your set work for that day. If you're a performing artist, people have paid for your tickets at the show that you're going to perform for. You can't say, oh, I'm not feeling so well and that's why I can't perform. Well, you can, but it will be doing a disservice to someone else at the other end of the table. And so that is that discernment that has really shaped how I approach my mental health, taking into account what I also need to do for, for myself to be okay. And so it's those instances where the today I'll prioritize my mental health or this specific space that I need to be in today and I won't go for that party or I won't do that podcast recording or I won't show up to class that day. You know, that's also a very a very important aspect of this also goes into academics. And I think I'm one of those people who encourages people to apply the same type of self-regulation when it comes to all of these different spheres which are heavily built by society's expectations. Oh, I cannot miss school. You can miss a class if you need to take care of yourself that day. And that that's sort of what has really stood out for me over the course of this year, Elma. Now, that's that's really great advice, Amina. And it's advice that people can relate to as well. I mean, you speak about school, you speak about relationships, you speak about being able to make it to gigs as well. And I guess my advice would be find your community that supports you. I am very individualistic, right? I'm one of those 
independent people who I live alone. I do my things alone. I work till midnight alone. And so if I face problems, I tend to want to face them alone as well. It almost feels like a burden telling people about my problems. I always tell myself, okay, so after I've told them, then what? You know, are they going to help me solve it? Because now I've just laid my burden on you. And that doesn't feel fair. But this year, I, I started to do different things. I'm not a talker. And this is, uh, anyone who's listening and can relate to this, I'm not a big talker. I'm not a, let's sit down so I can tell you my problems. I'm, I, I struggle with that. Which is funny because, I mean, I host podcasts and I'm a public speaker. But when it comes to talking about feelings, not so much. So what I started doing was I would invite my friends over and we would have a games night. Or I would do a whole bunch of laundry and I'd go pick up a friend of mine and come through and we'd fold clothes together. And it's moments like that. I mean, to think about that this year was so long and yet I remember tiny moments of folding laundry with friends. Um, things like that really just gave me a sense of calm. So regardless of how independent you are, regardless of how much of a standalone person you are, even if you're not a talker, yeah. find ways to bring your community on board to help you. And when they don't even think they're helping by just being there, they're helping. So don't face these challenges alone. Um, that's, that's my encouragement. Yeah. And that's my advice to everyone. I have a question for you, Elma. Go right ahead. When you made this shift and you started approaching this talking thing a bit different, was it as a facet of you realizing this yourself? Was like, this is self-awareness, self-introspection, you realized for one reason or another that you need to do better in this and then now took it up? Or was it, you, you mentioned community, was it someone in your community who told you or pointed this out? I'm just mm. very curious to, to understand the so, thought process behind that, that behavior shift. Because yeah. it's a behavior shift at the end of the day, yeah. So it was a self-assessment and trials. Um, by trials, I mean... I actually went and tried to do the talking thing and it wasn't working. In fact, it made me feel very uneasy afterwards. I was like, okay, this poor person is going home <laughs> with, mm. you know, all of my mm. issues and that doesn't feel right. Um, so that was a, that was me trying. And then a self-assessment was, look, what do I like doing? I love hosting people at my place. I love having little dinners. I love having little games days. So let's do what makes me happy. And, you know, let's see what that does. And then, you know, that worked. Again, there's no single recipe for everyone. And that's something that works with skincare, hair care, and everything else in life. There's not a specific recipe that says, if you want help, you need to step one, do this. Step two, do that. You need to find what works for you. And you need to, you know, find what suits your environment. Um, and I think my, if you don't mind, I mean, I have a question for you as well. It makes me think about it. We are here at the Fail Up Africa, the podcast. And a big question I think for both of us would be, how did we fail up this year? So, Omina, I'm going to put you on spot. How did you fail up this year? I really like the concept of failing up because there's this English term, is that an oxymoron? What does oxymoron mean? Is it like that thing that it's like the opposite? It sounds opposite. Yeah. It's like two words that are completely opposite, but they stand next to each other. There we go. Yes. We are recording this podcast on our laptops with Wi-Fi. So oxymoron means a figure of speech in which apparently contradictory terms appear in conjunction. So for example, unfaithful. Our faith unfaithfully kept him falsely true. Yeah, that is 
have to cite Oxford Dictionary on that one. But yeah, so the term fail up sounds like an oxymoron, right? As per the stereotypes that we're trying to unravel on this podcast, right? Of failing is considered as you're, you're lesser than you were, right? So oh, I failed. Oh, society tells you you're lesser than you were. You That's bad, right? And so one thing I feel like we've done on the podcast is take that crystal ball you know, Christmas season, that crystal ball you have that has snow and Santa's in it, right? We've we've taken that and we've shaken it up. And so what's happening right now with the whole concept of failing up is rethinking or reimagining the whole concept. And so my fail up moment this year or instances in which that shift has been made through this unlearning that we've had to go through, not just on the podcast, but also with the conversations that we that we pick up outside of this podcast. I know, I know Fail Up Africa, we had the virtual, the virtual experience, and that was an instance where, you know, people coming together to have conversations about this. And this coming into Q4 was the moment for me when well, things got a bit tricky, right? Because after the entire summer of, you know, traveling, working, doing events, doing podcasts, came I came back to the island and I run a company on the island called uh, Omian Project, which is an events brand. And so the expectation for myself, for my team, and for our our main audiences here on the island was that we'll come back and we'll do events, right? We'll, we'll come plug back in. You know, people have had a crazy summer. All of this growth that has happened over the summer, you know, we're marinating, you know, in that oven that is that is, you know, failures, successes, oh, learning this and this, meeting new people, gaining new skills, you know. When we came back to the island, the expectation was that we'd plug back in. People have been seeing what we're doing. We'd get opportunities. We'd get collaborations. We'd partner with people. And that is just the complete opposite of what actually happened. And so what I didn't realize when I came into Q4 with all of these expectations is that the process that I've gone through between September and now has been a different type of learning curve, mm. right? And so with that learning curve has come, oh, the expectation is that you'll spend more time doing events. No, you're going to spend more time learning something else about yourself. You're going to spend more time building a different skill. And this past four months has been the the podcast that I run away from, uh, that I run aside from from being a host here it's been doubling down on my academics getting into you know my second to last semester before I finish school next year it's been it's been a completely different learning curve and I think what we what we observe when it comes to some of these fail up moments people like us Elma us high achievers you know and people in the audience who can relate to that. And even if you're not a high achiever, when you go through some of these fail-up experiences, you think you know the lesson you're learning. You think you know the product or the person you're going to be at the end of this process because, oh, you've gone through this before. Or, oh, I failed at this thing last time. Yeah. I know I know what mindset I need to fail, to fail better this time. There's an aspect of that, but also the world will bring you something completely new. Mm-hmm. And that is the learning curve. It's a curve, right? There are mm-hmm. highs, there are lows, the days when you feel like, hey, take me now, you know. <laughs> and so that has, that for me has been that expectation of coming back to the island. Events are going to be great. We haven't done a single event. 
But the past four months has been that that fail moment, right? Was oh, things not going my way, things not going away as a as a team in terms of events. But the upside of it has been I'm ending the year having learned so much about myself in the past four months yeah. and what I'm really good at and also what I'm not good at. That has sort of been been what that is. How's it been like for you? Um, I mean, my fail up, how did I fail up this year? Um, I failed a couple times. How did I fail up? Learning and accepting failure. I recently did a motivational talk to a group of young students here in Cameroon, and I was telling them that when failure comes knocking on the door, instead of running away from it, open the door, say hello, have a conversation, and overcome failure. Um, because, Love that. Right? It's it's time that we stop running away from it and time that we look at what we can learn from it. Because like I always say, your failure brings you closer to your success because now you know what not to do. So failing up this year in general has just been me accepting when failure has happened, being content with failure, being okay with the idea of failure um, instead of just trying to avoid it like the plague. Um, but as we talk about fail up, Let's talk about Fail Up Africa, the podcast, the milestones that we have encountered this year. Omina, let the people know what we have done. It's been a very, very eventful year. And I think massive shout out to you, our listeners, and everyone that has been a part of this amazing journey with us here from you, know, from you guys listening to all of our podcast episodes. We, we had our first ever newsletter as a podcast and you guys were super, super um, excited and, and really give us incredible feedback on that and engagement, you know, to just something as simple as being vulnerable here on the podcast for, for mm-hmm. ourselves, for our guests, you know, and Jerry, Shadrach, you know, Fred Swanika as well. That was crazy. And you and I, Alma, you know, because we, we come onto this podcast every single instance to, to interact with our, mm-hmm. our own failures. You know, as much as we're, yeah. we're having these conversations with different people, every conversation is a mirror back into our lives of, Mm-hmm. How are we relating with the content? Before like the that. listeners get a whiff of of all the smoke that goes on on this podcast, <laughs> right? You and you, myself, and the team has already internalized, and we've already been affected by whatever learning points, whatever advice was was dished out, and our own interpretation of each of these. And that that has been a very very incredible experience. And we've we've seen this from our listeners as well on our social media pages. The engagement on our Instagram over the past couple of months has been incredible. Comment sections are always buzzing. We're currently at 1,417 followers. I'm sure if, if you guys are listening to this and you haven't followed us yet, we need this number to increase. We'll give you guys the milestones for you to take it up a notch, right? Because you you guys are the biggest drivers of, of why we hop on this podcast every single time. And we christened this experience with with the with the art of failing up virtual experience, right? And mm-hmm. that's so incredible engagement with with you guys meeting our team members and getting to engage with each other. That's a different aspect of things that we don't see in most podcasts, right? Do the listeners know one another? Is there a way that this platform is bringing together the community outside of the 30, 45 minutes that we engage with you guys here on this podcast? And so those have been some of the most incredible milestones that that we've had this year. Yeah. Yeah. 
Incredible indeed, Omina. And I just want to thank the team in the background for doing such an incredible job bringing this together. We are a podcast hosted by the youth for the youth. And this is really for you. We're getting vulnerable about failure. We're learning about failure together. Omina and I are two young Africans, just like you guys listening. I'm from Cameroon and South Africa. Omina is a global citizen, so I don't need to tell you where he's from. And we are here learning together. But we want to hear from you right? Not just your messages. We actually want to hear your voices. So please send us a voice note via Instagram and let us know what lessons you have learned this year from engaging with us. What have you learned? What can you tell us? How has your failure been? What have you learned from failure? And what advice can you give others about failure and your experiences with it? So we want to hear from you. Send us a voice note via Instagram. Follow us then send us a voice note. As you know, Fail Up Africa is the gift that keeps on giving. The Fail Up Africa podcast, rather, is the gift that keeps on giving. And so if you follow us, there are many, many, many competitions and gifts in store for you. Now, Omina, it is my favorite time of this podcast. Drum roll. That's CC. That's African drum roll. <laughs> and we're going to talk about <laughs> rapid fire questions. Just a little bit of information. What are rapid fire oh, no. questions oh, all no. about? Why are you all knowing like you didn't know this was coming? Uh-uh. Me, me, I knew you guys had this planned out for me. Local me, noisemaker. Hey. Don't be shocked. Don't be shocked. Right. So this is a moment where co-hosts are going to ask each other rapid fire questions. Um, and we're going to get about two seconds just to answer the question. So you don't think about it. You just give the answer as it comes to you. Are you ready, Omina? Have you, are you ready for this? Born ready, what you're talking Always. about. Ah, see, I don't doubt you. I don't doubt you at all. Okay. In fact, before we get into this, actually, thank you for being an amazing host. You've been great. And for sharing your stories and all of are that. We, are, you, we, are we breaking okay. up? Um, no, are we, no, we're not. What no, was that for? No. I, just, I needed a moment. I needed a that. moment to acknowledge you. No. Okay, let's go. Let's okay. Go. I'm done now. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, so don't, your don't first games, question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your first question is... What habit are you leaving in 2022 because it no longer serves you? Ati, how long does I have to answer? You're supposed to already be answering, Omina. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm buying One time. habit. One habit that no longer serves you. What are you leaving behind? You are saying no. Mindset. Let me go for mindset. Mm-hmm. A mindset of scarcity. Hey. Mm-hmm. Because we are, we're living in, an abundant age, an abundant time in our lives Go as deeper. young Africans. Wow, and wow, we're wow. leaving behind mindsets of scarcity. Scarcity, goodbye. There's no way. <laughs> Next question for you, Omina. What book had the biggest impact on you this year? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Have you guys read Who Moved My Cheese? I've heard have, about have, it. Have, you need to you need to do do more than just hear about it. You need to read oh. it <laughs> by by Spence Johnson. Yeah, mm. uh, it's it's a very simple book. It's the most simple book I've ever read. It really shifts your mindset. If I'm to if, if I'm to make that reference, yeah. You see Who the thing with cheese? with with podcast hosts like Omina is you ask him for rapid fire questions and he wants to give you deep analysis because he's just a deep guy, right? I did a rapid analysis. That's why analysis. we appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> And the last one for today, let's leave it at three questions. Um, love or friendship? Ooh, la, la. Vous, uh, vous, uh, huh. 
je t'aime or oh, I don't know friendship and friends yo there is no friendship without love that is ah. the answer wow 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 you heard it here Mic first drop. you heard Boom. it here first it's over <laughs> great answers amina all right let's warm up i'm ready for my turn let's now the shoe is on the other hand huh? hey. what do they say hmm? the shoe is on the other it's foot. obviously not the on the other hand the other it can't foot. be the hand See this is so this is how we're failing up. This is we're embodying hey, the fail up hey, message. This is the ethos on the other hand. of why ah. we're. The I'm gonna post that. I'm tweeting yeah? that. I'm tweeting it. That's a tweet. That's a tweet. <laughs> the post production team is going to do a poster for that one. <laughs> quote me. Quote the local noisemaker on that one. But as we as we keep the rapid fire going, Elma, I have some questions for you. That's Are you good. ready? Nope. Yes. Always. Let's hey. go. Born ready, never gotta get ready. Stay ready, never gotta get ready. All right, let's go. What is the cringiest thing you did as a teenager? Oh my gosh, as a teenager, everything I did was cringy. My, where do I start? Um, huh? Period. First of all, I used Period. to do dance battles. <laughs> you see me? I used to have dance battles. I was that kid, right? I challenge any Stop. boy. Challenge any you have boy. To let's that. get down. Hip hop. We can't leave that mean? hanging. Like, you know, one of those, like, crump songs. Uh-huh. You know, like, back with Step Up, right? Step Up, one, two, three, what, all of those. Oh. I was that kid who would randomly just say, that's it. I'm whipping out my moves. Let's I'm going to challenge you to a dance battle. I look back now Line and I'm people like, up. what were you doing? What were you thinking? Who wants to challenge me? <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That's not crazy, though. That's that. cool. But it is. Did you, do you know what I was doing? Ah. Uh, do you have videos? Is there footage we can That's show? The thing, there isn't. This there is, isn't. There isn't. This is valuable no. fill-up content right here. This there is, shouldn't be. This is social I've media engagement. All evidence. We're it's sleeping gone. On. It never happened. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll find a way of bringing up your dance battles in in the next virtual experience, <laughs> Elma. So my next question is: Who, what, or who? No, let's do a who. I want you to give someone a shout out today. Who are you most grateful for this year? Oh, I am most grateful. First, I have to say my family. Because if I don't say them, they, they are West Africans. They won't let me forget it. Oh, Elma, you went on they a podcast. They listen to this you, podcast. Listen, you went to a podcast. <laughs> you do not say thank you to your family. <laughs> um, but then definitely next in line, very close second is my friends. Shout out to my friends for being amazing this year and for carrying me through. Look, it's great to have friends who celebrate your wins as much as you um, and just want to see the best for you. So I am blessed with the blessed. Wait. Blessed with the best. Hashtag quotes me. Thank you. Wah! I love that. That's beautiful. Quick one. This is this is not the last question, but this is a it's a segue question. Mm-hmm. It's not a segue. It's it's related. When you when you collect your awards, because you know me, I me I travel the world. You collect awards every month, <laughs> so that's sort of what we're. That's the conclusion in this in this co host relationship it, that's that we really have. It. So when you collect your awards. Like, do you give like a speech, and who do you who do you usually shout out? Oh, on your when you I, I just got thank, my award speech. I want to thank the Almighty for making it all possible, right? Do you know what I mean? Because I'm West African, <laughs> so uh-huh. I always uh-huh. shout out to God, and then the family, and then, and then the family, <laughs> <laughs> and then the friends. Then but the yeah, family, I, I normally so have funny. to do thank you speeches. That's true. <laughs> no, I love that. I love that. So on the on the same breath, you know, the last question is 
is your glass half full or half empty? Mm, you see this question. This question always bothers me, right? Let's get deep. Because I'm Let's all about deep, conservation Elmer. of the world. So my thing is mm. the glass is always just enough. Do you know what I mean? Because whether half full or half empty is just enough for whoever is going to drink it. And then you can always get more. I don't understand why we must choose if it's empty or it's full. It's just enough. That's my thing. Let's save the earth. Let's you're save sneaky, the planet. Alma. Let's not waste water. You're very um, power to you're very power sneaky. To. Yes, thank you. You're a very sneaky co-host. Uh, I learned that you're, from the best. You're doing loopholes you. here on my question. It's fine. I'll get you next time. So we still have more episodes <laughs> coming up. So uh, the person who said there's no friendship without love. Let's not even go there. Um, no, there's a logical explanation to course. my answer. Of course. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up for us, Elma. Let's, let's, let's let our it. listeners go. Awesome stuff. So, guys, once again, we would love to hear from you what lessons you've learned this year that will help you in 2023. Don't forget to send us those voice notes via our Instagram page and let us know some people you want to hear from on this podcast. Remember that this podcast is for you. We are just hosts. So if there's someone that you have a burning desire to listen to and you don't have their contacts, guess what? We will find their contacts by fire, by force. We will contact them on your behalf and we will exactly. try to get them on board. If you want to find out more about Fail Up Africa, Google. check our website, failupafrica.com and follow us on our Instagram page at failupafrica. Final words from you, Omina. It's been real. I've been your local noisemaker, international MC, voice of the party here in the Paradise Island of Mauritius. And it's been, it's been a wonderful year here with you guys. Take care. That's right. And it's your girl, Alma Akab. Also, international MC. See, he's just, he's just putting out his credentials like that. Let me also put my own. International I have, MC. I have to put my passport details. speaker. Mm? Uh-huh. Business you owner, to put your passport. See, podcast host Ele- analysis. <laughs> elevating, elevating Africa. Actually, guys. One day at a time. Check out the work that Elma is involved in. <laughs> I was going to plug, guys, to your content, Elma. Check out the work that Elma is involved I'm in. Because she's doing I'm some shy. amazing work. She's getting awards here. And you guys are sleeping on, on your Stop co-host. Man. So shout Anyways, out. Shout out once so, again. so, so much, guys. Stay safe. Enjoy your holiday season. And we will see you next year. <laughs>